Welcome to the Black Belt Podcast. You're listening to episode 20. Today's guest is USA's Julio Carlos. Julio is one of the best fighters in ITF Taekwondo, having won many titles throughout his career so far. He's one of the most consistent fighters out there getting to the final in nearly every major tournament he has competed in. In Taekwondo, Julio is a three times world champion and a three times world cup champion. In kickboxing, he has been a two times ISCA world champion and a WACO Pan American champion. And that's just the highlights of, as I said, someone who's one of the very consistent fighters on the circuit right now. The sound does get a little choppy in places as the connection quality was a little up and down. However, I hope you can still enjoy and it isn't too bad. Uh, as always, make sure to like, share and subscribe as all that helps the podcast grow and it's always really appreciated. So, let's get into it. So, uh, what's up, Julio? How are you keeping? What's up? Trying to stay safe, you know. Quarantine, bro. You know. It's all yeah. around the world, the same thing, I'm sure. Yeah, are you doing much training at the moment? Honestly, I do what I can. I do what I can. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to tell you, yeah, I'm working at 100% right now. No, I'm. it's definitely not the same, you know, when you're training in, a, in the dojang with the, the floors, the correct, you know, tools. Right now, I got my backyard, like a little dummy right there, like a, a bob, but that's, that's basically it, man. So I do what I can, you know. Yeah, it's, it's hard, isn't it? Like in a... The lack of partners to train with as well. Dude, it is, it is. But luckily, I mean, I have, you know, I live, I live with my brother as well. So luckily, you know, I have a, if I had to have a, a training partner, it would be, he's a, he's a pretty good one to, to have right next to you, you know. So it's, it's, I'm not alone, but like you, like you said, it's not, it's not, it's hard. It's hard is to he, find the motivation too. Yeah. Is he at home uh, full time as well then? Is he like on lockdown as well or is it? He's yeah, man, it's no, no, we're all on lockdown, literally, like only a few, only a few, obviously essential workers, the, the cops, the, 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 the ambulance and whatnot, and basically anyone that can work from home, like computer tech or just, you know, cor- corporate America type uh, people are going to be still working from home. Everyone else, dude, everyone else is laid off. We're all just chilling, you know, so. If we had to have a podcast, man, this is like the perfect time because we have like all day. <laughs> yeah, like I've, I've got, that's why it, one positive has been I've managed to get a lot of podcasts recorded in this time. Right, you basically want to do everything. Like, yo, I have so much time. And even then, even then, like I find myself like just being lazy, you know. It's easier to just stay home and just stay in bed, watch TV all day, you know. Yeah, complete Netflix. <laughs> exactly, exactly, right. I got Netflix, Hulu, HBO, fucking Prime. I've, uh, I don't. You want that Disney Plus? I wasted a lot of money on that, but it's coming in handy now. We got everything. <laughs> Disney Plus nowadays, right, right, right. It just came out. We got the the, the free three month thing or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. I, what do you think the um, Do you think the World Cup is going to happen? I um personally, I honestly don't know, man. I hope, I really hope it does. Um, for many reasons, but uh, I, the way things are going, I don't think so. I doubt it. Yeah. I have. I would love. I mean, I, I wish they delay it. I hope they delay it, man. They should just push it slightly back. Like, don't cancel it, like they did in uh 2010. You know, um, obviously that was that was a, a big deal. The 
what was it, the president of the ITF at the moment passing away and stuff. So they had to like delay the, the World Cup indefinitely at that. So they basically like skipped the whole two years. So hopefully they don't have, they don't, we don't do that for this, this World Cup. I want to like be able to continue competing and whatnot. So hopefully it works out. I don't know. I don't know. At this point, it seems like we're not going nowhere though. Like right now I'm in my backyard and I'm here for another month and a half, I think. Yeah, it's a, it's a challenge because even like... It's crazy, man. Yeah. There isn't a lot of time left in 2020 to make it happen. And then like it's a world championships next year. So you're not going to have a world cup and a world championship. So it's kind of... It right, be- right. It's like, it's weird. It's weird. Like, when is the world championship though? I, don't ha- I have no idea, but... I think it's October I'm next assuming year. assuming early, right? Like in April or something like that, do you know? I would have oh, thought... October next year. But just because like... If- it was fit like I was like Germany was um was an early part of the year. So early then, May, right? Or end of April. Tends to be late then, so mm. I, October time. Hey man, so they could probably do that, like just push the World Cup another month, month and a half back, and then because I'm sure no one's really purchased any tickets, any flights, so it's not like you know. Oh, hopefully, if the corona, if this virus really like just settles, and you know we, you know we're able to like do more things freely again, you know, hopefully we'll able, we'll be able to still go to the world cup. Cause I honestly want to go. I, I don't have many more left, man. You know, we're getting, we're not, we're not 20 no more, 19, 18, you know, it's, I'm getting up there. It's crazy. It's happening so fast, but I want, I want to fight as much as I can, as long as I can, you know, uh, hung, hung you know went, went to 40. So, you know, you, you, you've got yeah. what, over 10 years left. Uh, <laughs> I think so, yeah. I mean, I would like to say, yeah. Fuck, man, 10 years. But nowadays, man, I'm throwing a kick. I try to, like, not even with, without even throwing the kick, before I throw it, I have, like, this feeling, like, that I didn't have when I was 18. I'm like, careful, man. You might pull something. Like, you know, that, that that's yeah. not a good sign where you just, like, having to second guess, like, throwing a kick. That wasn't like that when we were kids. When you were kids, you were, you, like, it could be 3 a.m., 7 a.m., you throw a full-on reverse hook kick and you're super good, you know, like, you're like, I'll throw five more. Now it's like, uh, so I don't know, man. I want to say 10, but maybe, maybe seven, eight. Yeah, I was kind of, the last, like, 12 months, I think, like, before, I, like that, you said, when I was 80, 19, like, could rock into a session, you know, no warm-up, not like, just go. Now I'm kind of starting Easy, to feel, yeah. I really, like, I can get it right. I'm, it's kind of, it's always a risk, because like, I could turn up, and I could not warm up, and I might be fine. I might get away with it. But there's always that chance that today's going to be the day that I won't get away with it, and I could get hurt. So I was like, no, I need to make sure every exactly, day. Exactly, exactly. It's like, yeah, you're trying to like avoid something. Like, you, it's not that I I know that if I throw the kick at that exact moment, it's gonna pull or something like that. It's just that that feeling in the back of your head is like, what's scaring me? Like shit, man. And so in ten years, I'm not even gonna attempt to throw it. So because my brain is going to be thinking this way, you know, like, uh, I hope it doesn't go that way. It's, <laughs> but it seems that, like, shit, I don't know, man. It, yeah. it can easily go that way. I see that, like, with with, with everyone. You know, if you, let, like, if you like, let life just take you on, like, a, just that path, you can just get lost easily and just become somebody else. It's pretty funny. It's crazy how life is, actually. But would you have suffered with many injuries, like, throughout the years? Luckily, no. Actually, no, not really, man. I've seen a lot of my teammates go through them at young ages, too, which is really weird, you know, for me to, to, to see. But uh, luckily, I've been pretty good. 
I've been pretty good. Now, uh, now I'm, now that I'm getting a little older, I, I want to say I'm still, you know, we're still young, 28. So, you know, I, I could still say I'm like mad young, right? But um, lately I've been getting like groin, like my left leg, which is like my, my, my good leg, my dominant strong leg. Uh, it's, I've been getting a lot of issues in my groin, you know, I, and, I th- and I believe that's because of like lack of stretching, lack of like mobility and all that stuff, you know. Uh, so I feel like I have to improve in that sense. Because if not, I, I know for a fact I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ruin my left leg completely, you know. So, yeah. yeah. Luckily, I haven't, I, I've been good, though, so far. You know, here, here and then, you know, like a little, like, bruised knuckle or, like, something that might feel like a broken or fractured finger. But, you know, nothing too serious. Nothing where I've been in a cast, you know. Yeah. Well, it's interesting you say, like, that you're, you're, you're still, like, you are still res- relatively young. Like, if people are, like, 28, like, you might think you're just hitting into your prime of competition. But... Well, a lot of times people forget as though like you could have 10, 12, 14 years of high level competition behind you, even still only being 28. Exactly. Exactly. It just depends. Yeah. It depends how, how, how you take care of yourself. I think like, re- like I'm realizing that now, you know, as we get older, we realize like, shit, man, there's, there's, there's an easier way to, to things, you know, like you can easily like have longevity and just in life in general, if you just follow these so-and-so steps you know we just choose not to follow them because it's easier and whatever but yeah man that's what that's what we have to do that's what i want to like thrive for because if not like i could see myself being done in five years you know like it's it's, it's funny it's a funny thing because like when you're you could see a a 48 year old that's in better shape than an 18 year old or a 25 year old you know it just depends on how they how they manage like i guess with time right yeah what do you think about that yeah right it's, it's yeah. like it's just by his life choices that's it it's like it's how i think it's like it's how important is it to 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 stay to stay in shape yeah dude yeah yeah it's like like how bad do you want it or in reality it's like like everyone has their everyone picks their poison chooses their poison and like we're all in this together we're all just trying to like what what is life you know so we're all just choosing what we want to be good at and that's that's like the difference in how well you do in in your specific area you know like how like if you dedicate time if you dedicate if you're disciplined and whatever it is you want to be a perfect painter you know like an amazing painter you have to dedicate time you know a musician time martial artist time taekwondo champ time you know all that stuff all it is is time you know so it's it's really crazy as you as you see that you know there's no there's not no not many sh- shortcuts in that in that sense you know you have to you have to train and just so you know bro you have to remind me sometimes I get lost I just like I'm like talking over here but then I'm like wait a minute what what are we talking about again so just bring me back man <laughs> if I get too if I go too far <laughs> but um so actually how how did you get into uh, taekwondo and martial arts how did you get started why did you start I uh, started at five, five, like I, ha- I had just turned five years old. Um, it just happened, honestly. Um, my dad owned a restaurant in uh, Queens and uh, we were always there, like honestly, like basically living like from, we would go to school and immediately like go to his restaurant and stay there for five hours, probably eat all his food. Like, you know, like his food cost would go, was way up. So he decided to just like, you know, put us in an extra extracurricular activity, you know, to keep us busy and to keep us out of his hair and stuff. So we happen to have a Taekwondo school three, 
three like stores down or three schools down. Um, and it was at Queens Taekwondo Center. You know, I don't know if you know Master Suarez. This guy's like uh, my second father, man. He's um, he's thankfully you know grown within the Taekwondo ITF. You know, but uh, I I started with him. You know, and I had, I've never left. So the rest is history, man. Once I got in there, um, actually no, it's not history because once I got in there, I was like the worst student. I'll tell you, yeah, I'll tell you that. Like I was not motivated or interested in Taekwondo at all. I don't know whether it was um, because I just didn't feel comfortable with the people or I don't know what it was. At that moment, I just know whenever I would go in there, I would be like, I would have a terrible time. I would cry and whatnot. But then again, you're five, you know, so you don't really know what, what, what you really want. But I don't, after, after a couple of years, I think that's when I really got, okay, I decided, all right, I want to continue in this, you know, but before that, I was just like any other kid, you know, just going because we had to. Yeah, did you start competing then straight away or was there a bit of time at the start before you kind of got, got into competing? Um, honestly, I have a terrible memory, man. So I'm going to tell you that right now. So I can't really remember much about like the young, like when I was five or six. What I can say is I remember, I do, I do recall seeing a picture like as a yellow stripe or I think yellow belt competing at my, like the, the, the local New York tournament. So it must have been like at seven or six, maybe even six. Like that's, that might have been my first tournament. But like I said, I was like, so in training, I was like bad. I would like be very like emotional, crying, screaming, you know, being pissed off the whole time. In competition, I was worse, man. You do not want to be my coach or anything like that. I, like it would, it was a guarantee, like show, like a shit show. Like, you know, I was gonna cry. I'm like, no, I don't want to fight this guy. Please don't make me fight him. It was like a whole show and like my coach knew like, cause at the end of the day, I was still okay. I was still pretty good. So he kind of knew I was going to win. You know, it was, was kind of funny. I was, I was a funny, funny kid growing up, you know, but yeah, that, that's when I first started competing when I was a kid, but the, the international really came, you know, that that's when things, things change. You know that yourself, local mm -hmm. tournaments, you, you can, you know, you can be the top dog in your local tournament, but go to an international event or, you know, a European championship or a Pan American you know, you'll get your, 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 your lights checked really, you know, like you'd be like, Oh shit. So this is really what's, what's out there, you know, not that national stuff, you know, speaking at least in America, in, in the U S it's, it's, it's quite easy to, you know, to make it in the national level. I don't know how it is in Ireland. You guys are, you guys are, are fucking, you guys are, you know, you guys are good. What, what can I say? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We're kind of, we see it. Uh, the uh, the junior spots tend to have a, a good lot of competition, but the seniors often can pick themselves. You end up with one or two people. They drift off, right? Yeah, just the life takes over, and there's not as much competition. Life, right? Yeah, like yeah. junior definitely. Yeah, there's a lot of competition at junior, so which is it's kind of what it's it's kind of what you need. It's, it's what has helped us grow quite, quite a bit in terms of success. So quickly, right? Yeah. Why do you think that is that because of your coach or like, like why, is it because of like the, 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 the organization behind the uh, Irish Taekwondo? Like, is that because they like invested in marketing or like advertising? I think it's just, um, I think it's a mix of a couple of things. I think we have, like, we have some really good in uh, coaches, like all our national team coaches, like are all savage top level coaches running very good clubs. And then, 
Were I they think, all competitors? Quick. Yeah, it would have all been you competitors. Think that's maybe my. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we lack that here, at least in in America. Um, not to step on anyone's toes or anything like that, like, but I feel like we lack that that new generation. You know, the, the, the like you need the touch. You need the just you need the the people that have competed already. You know, they have some sort of knowledge that maybe the older generation already lost, or the knowledge that they had from previous times is not working anymore. You know, like so you kind of need like. The new generation to step in i don't know maybe that's why you guys also grew so or blew up so fast you know because the, the new generation understood and you guys they took over quickly you know still in america we still have um a ways to go to maybe be able to have like like i said the new generation have have a foot in the door to be able to say something hey listen maybe we can improve in this area or maybe this is what we can do to improve or to better the whole country and you know all in all, because honestly, our training, our 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 training in Queens Taekwondo Center is 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 pretty good. I don't like to, you know, I don't like to talk like too much or like like boast or anything like that. But our training is 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 top level, I, I believe. You know, thankfully because of our coach and whatnot. You know, Master Perlaza. This guy is like a. If you've never met him, I would recommend meeting him and training with him. Like this guy is. Once you meet it, if you meet him, you would never ever assume this guy is the way he is but he's a machine he's i think i don't know if he's gonna get mad if i say his age but he's up there he's like 57 if not a little more but he's fitter than most 20 year olds man but his training is like no other and i feel like that's 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 what has our our school at a high level maybe maybe we can maybe the u.s as a whole needs like help with it like from willie or i don't know i don't know we got we just gotta find other things to like have to help the the country as a whole i believe we want to get to you where you guys are at but i think one of the benefits that we have as well and it's i think it's probably one of the problems in the u.s is how big the country is like we're quite small so we have like you know squad sessions before tournaments so we can because we can drive anywhere in the country pretty much in like three hours so we can get everybody together in you know every so often like pretty much That's every true, and we all train together. So you get all the best people all training together, and I think then that brings everybody on because you know, like success breeds success, and iron sharpens iron. You're exactly right. That's that's fucking true. Yeah, our our the country is so large. Like it's like, how are you gonna be? You can only probably meet up once per year, if anything, and you know, and uh, being that the the everything is out of your own pocket, that's like an expense where most people will never take. You know, like it's it's, it's crazy. You're right. The America is large, but then again, look now. Look what's happening now with this this quarantine, this the coronavirus. Like now, people are taking online classes. Like all this live stuff is like is might be the new the new way of things. And I mean, so maybe we could improve maybe that way too. Like live live classes or live yeah pers- uh, team trainings. I don't know. Could be. Could be something to it, yeah. Well, I think even about that? Uh, the um, the instructors as well. I think I think maybe like there was a there was a time like you said maybe an older generation didn't really maybe care about competition, but I think like the people you know that we would have had no like you said they would have been competitors. They have a buzz for competing. They they get a they get a kick out of competing. So I think then there's that like if maybe they're not getting getting that that buzz from being a competitor is they're looking for a true coaching. Right, so, right been there and then they're trying to push their people whereas maybe before that and other people if you don't have if they like you say if they don't have any interest in competition 
even when like when they were younger they probably won't have it suddenly suddenly get it as they they wouldn't understand it right they they don't they wouldn't understand like to, it's not to talk badly about anybody it's just it is what it is you know if you're not if you've never really been involved in it like how can you understand it? like it's okay you know just let it let it be though <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know when did you first um, when did you first make the US national team um well it was weird it was weird in 2000 what was it 2000 and what 2006 yeah 2006 was uh my first world championship in uh Honduras the junior world championship uh I could say I guess I made that team there was literally no qualification for that team it was just um you want to go all right you're in you want to go what weight are you in you're, you're good you know it was that like no one really wanted to go there was no team it was just a couple of our, our like individual group, like from the East Coast, I guess, that decided to go. So that was the first time I competed. It didn't didn't really go well, but you know, usually never does in the first time. You know, like it's like a you're it's an eye opening experience. I feel like everyone should have it. You know, if if you're if you like the sport, if you like competing nationally, do it. Go international. Go to the World Championship, even just to watch. I wouldn't recommend just going to watch because I would hate, I personally would kill myself. If I go all the way over there and not compete, I'd be like, ah, but that's me personally, you know, but, but I recommend just watching. You get like, you level up. I know I leveled up after that, even yeah. though I lost. 100%. Every, like, it's something that just keeps cropping up. Like everybody I have on the podcast, they kind of say, they're saying the same thing of like, yeah, the first one was, um, was an experience. It was an eye opener that they didn't really realize. Like you said, it's, you're kind of used to seeing national level tournaments. And then you go to this level of international and you see the best people for, and the style they have and just the level that you have to get to. Yep. And it's just, you kind of go, like it either makes or breaks it. Like you're either going to go, all right, I'm going to go. Yeah, go. it's over. It could be overwhelming in a bad way. It could be, it could be that. It could be like, yo, maybe I'm not who I think I am, you know, like, but you know, then it just filters out the people that want it, that want it bad enough. And, and they don't, you know, that's, that's all it, that's all it is. Yeah, it's even and, funny like, yeah. like, about people about people going to watch because this has cropped up a couple of times as well. Is uh, and if you listen to like when Ryan was on, he went to the European Championships in 2010 and he just went uh, to watch because Adam was on the team and Adam was fighting, so he went with his dad to watch, and um, Ooh, okay. so like he got to see it. And then he came then the next year, his first European Championships the next year, and he won it because like that he had that kind of experience. He had seen it. He felt the buzz. He got and, like a little, yeah, a little. Little cheat sheet, like a little glance at, like, oh, all right, all right, all right. I got a year to a year or two to train for this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it is that. It, it's that. What was that? He had Adam as well. Then, like, Adam was going to the train. He he had the experience. He had Adam's experience as well of stepping in the ring. So he got to see it firsthand, and he was also getting this maybe secondhand kind of kind of feeling coming exactly experience. Yeah, for sure. And sometimes it's even better when you're on the outside and more overwhelming and more stressful. Like I can say that, like talking about brothers. I mean, my brother, I, he, when I was, when we were growing up, he was the, he was the top dog. You know, he was the guy who was fighting all the best fighters in America, you know, in the Caribbean, whatever, like South America. He was the one that everyone was afraid of or like worried about, or just everyone looked up to, including myself, you know? So that was like, that's kind of cool when you have somebody next to you that's, up there and I feel like because of that is you know 
being being right there with him or trying to maintain is the reason why um i'm i'm where i'm at right now and i could probably say that ryan is where he's at right now because of his brother you know like it's it's kind of like that you kind of get a glance like a head start you're like oh that's what he's doing let me try too and then you kind of slowly like you know reach where, where he's at you know you've got that mini competition every day yeah yeah exactly give me, give me one second hold on it's exactly that it's exactly that while most people just compete like for an hour per day an hour and a half per day um we're competing 24 hours no a little we're, we're normally sleeping like nine or eight right and you're competing like 20 hours per day or something like that a little less but it, it definitely pushes you to to better yourself uh, even outside of taekwondo like my brother and i we were we were always the athletic type you know this guy played basketball we played soccer we played handball we played all these sports and um that also imp improves helps with like with taekwondo as well like you know if you if you're if you're listening and you want to like you don't know what to do or you you might think sticking to one thing is the way to go i personally don't think that i feel like it's it's only it can only be beneficial if you try other things right like i mean do you play did you play sports also or yeah yeah okay um i would have played as well uh soccer um and i played soccer? Uh, yeah like in gaelic games so uh, have you heard of hurling oh i've heard of hurling yes i've heard yeah. of it i can't how the heck is it like soccer is it the one where the <laughs> It's a <laughs> no right. YouTuber. It's 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 <laughs> but uh yeah I played that till I was about I think I think it was sixteen, and then I kind of looked at it and went well if I want to be world champion or European champion in Taekwondo then that needs to get all my focus so that's kind of when I just but then around fifteen or sixteen I went full time into into Taekwondo. Taekwondo, yeah, it's just like yeah, it's like a a life choice, man. It's it's slightly unfortunate that we uh chose the the sport that doesn't uh generate much revenue you know like money for you as an athlete you know like, yeah imagine if we dedicated as much time or we were good enough to be in the nba man our lives would be totally different and it's just it's, it's funny how how that works you know we probably dedicate as much time as they did i don't want to say more now we probably just dedicated as much time as they did you know and um and they're living a totally different life if we were you know like it's, it's crazy it's crazy it's just it's what the people want though Definitely, That's what it comes down to. nobody would say no to that NBA money. <laughs> right, right, and uh, <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to. I'll never know, man, dude. I'd be talking to you in my my pool right now. I'd be back here just chilling. Ah, <laughs> uh, so like then, um, would you always been like more sparing than patterns like coming coming true? Definitely, definitely. I've yeah, I've always been sparring first patterns is just um i hate to say it but yeah because mass as far as the way he the way he um trains or the way he runs his school it's basically that he can't you can't be one or the other you have to be both you have to be good um you have to be good in patterns and and, and it kind of makes sense now you know it makes sense that you know they, they, they complement each other very well but always i've always had a knack for sparring patterns just eh, i guess why not i'll do it yeah, I was. Did, did when you when you got to fourth degree, did that kind of uh, 
prompted to stop competing at, at, at Worlds and European or yeah, World Championships and Pan Ams and patterns. For sure, man. For sure, yeah, man. That moo moo is, is gives me nightmares. You know, you can't sleep. You can't sleep thinking of that <laughs> that pattern and bad luck with it's bad luck with you know in, in for me personally, I've I've always struggled with that. Like uh, personally, you know, juche mumu, all that flexibility, all that stuff. It's terrible. I, I I'm I'm the worst at that. I know you're good, man. I I've seen you let go up, man. It's ridiculous. I don't know how you do it. Crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not. I'm not that type of guy, man. I'm not bad at patterns, but uh, I, I've since kind of taken a step back because I was looking at like when I got the fourth degree, and it's uh, put. Am I going to put in the effort? It's tight. It's tight. To beat to beat Lillian, it's like I'm probably not going to put in that effort because that would take away from my sparring training, and so I'm going to put that time into sparring. So, you know, to take a break from patterns for a little bit. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. It's just it's just choices, right? It's just choices. Lillian might be might um you know like training as hard as it's it's kind of funny like how they how 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 life works how are you I wouldn't even know how you dedicate full time to training patterns that's just like I wouldn't even understand that to be honest you know but it's just choices it's just it's just decisions I'm sure it would be the other vice versa also somebody who does patterns wouldn't wouldn't even understand how how life taekwondo would work if they're doing strictly sparring you know no pattern it's it's funny i find it i find it funny but yeah yeah like fourth degree is no joke i've done i did well in third degree i i um luckily i um tested early when i was like 16 or 15 i think it was like yeah 16 which is uh pretty young for third degree so i started you know all the all the world championships i um i competed on in third degree and dude it's nothing no there's no there's no comparison competing in the third degree level and the full degree it's just like it's white and black you know i mean it's just totally it's another it's another ball game i did well i did well in third degree and i feel like that's why i stayed there for so long i was i was there for maybe about 10 years in third degree i didn't want to grade and what you know i think it was just that it's like i'm good where i'm at i see the fourth degree and it's like Thank you. But now yeah. we have to do it. Now, dude. Now, now I think. Now I think it's 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 a plus. You know, it's um. I think of it as that. You know, when you're going to the world championship, normally patterns is the day before. You know, so I feel like it's it's a cool way to like loosen up, to feel out the floor. You know, that the Tommy feel out just like what it what what it really feels like to be inside the the ring. You know, just like this this weird energy you get. You yeah. like shake off every all the bad stuff, you know. I used to think that, and then I kind of the last couple of times of not doing patterns, I kind of feel like it was starting to get to the point where it's like the, the patterns were getting in the way of recovering from that weight cut. You know, you're having to go and warm up. It's like I, I just prefer to rest, sit in the stand, and just rest because you know the the weight cut. Especially like for me, anyway, it, it it takes a bit out of me. So, um, yeah, the not doing the patterns actually gives me that extra day to kind of eat and drink and right, right, right. I, I, <laughs> Yeah, shake things off, right? I agree. I agree. It could only, it could only do well. I think personally, unless like you fuck it up completely. Then if you mess it up completely, uh, you're probably gonna like be like, shit, why'd I do that? You know, that happens to anybody. It's happened to me before. Completely mess up a whole pattern. It's kind of embarrassing, especially when people are watching. But whatever, you get over it. <laughs> <laughs> so they can. That's probably the biggest fear for everyone. 
people yeah. watching. How did um, Argentina then, was that the first time you, you had some success then at an international level? Uh, no, uh, actually in 2007. Um, so the year, the year following uh, Honduras, where I lost in the second round, um, uh, we went to Canada. It was the it was it was normally the World Championships two years in between, or just two years in between each one. Um, but this one was back to back because they decided to finally put the combined senior and junior uh, divisions together. So that was the first time. So in 2007, I um surprisingly did well. I didn't expect it at that time. I was no one. I mean. Again, it was diff- It was a different time. My brother was, and you know, and and obviously other people within the the Americas. But I was definitely there was no shot. Like I, I remember, I remember hearing friends talk about me. Like a, you're gonna be lucky to make it past the first. You know, like like your brother. You know, your brother's gonna he's gonna like make it really far and whatnot. You know, so it was a it was a surprising time. You know, moment when I um made it to the finals. I did not expect to make it to the finals. So um, uh, I, I unfortunately lost in the, in the second, the third round because we got a, we got a tie. But yeah, I, I, that was the most, I guess that was the first time I really felt that, that, that success at that high level. I got the silver and then 2009 is where we, I, I feel like that, 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 um, that loss next level is Right now, I could think and say, but and say like, hey, maybe I'm a little grateful that I I didn't win that, you know, because life might have been totally different, you know, my taekwondo career at least. Do you remember who? Uh, do you remember who you fought? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry for, sorry for this. Uh, my boy from from England. He's he was nice. He's it was two years. I think he was two years older than me at older than me at that time. You know, he was the top dog. You know how. When you're 18, you're fighting juniors. It's like most of the time it's a piece of cake and whatnot. He's like, ah, it's another game. I'm like way stronger than you, dude. You know, like that's what you feel when you're at that and you're fighting a 15 year old when you're 18. It's just, it's, it's funny. So I feel like um, it was a tough fight. Definitely, it was a, it was. I actually see the video almost every day. It's outside of uh, Master Suarez's school. He has a, um, the the promo or the. I guess the. They they decided to make a, a compilation of the best fights in um recorded within the world championship and mine and Soifers happened to be one of the, the selected fights where everyone was excited and whatnot like but um, yeah so I see it every day man I'm just like shit and I see see them raising his hand every day so I do not forget his his name or face man he's a cool guy though he actually stopped competing after that I'm not, I'm not sure why but I definitely was training for like you know for the revenge in 2009. So when I saw that he wasn't there, I was like, oh, he's cake. But then again, you know, I was where he was two years later. I was an 18-year-old fighting 15-year-old. What was that? I you, that. Like you said, yeah, you, you, got the, you got that reverse Exactly then. right. You, yeah, you exactly. And I, and I understood where he was, where he was sitting, and that, that's a way better, way more comfortable seat. You know, so yeah, after 2009, that's where things really opened up for me. I was like, whoa, hold on, I won this. And it was like, it was, I, I don't like to talk, talk, talk smack to talk crap, man. But it was, it was pretty, it was pretty smooth sailing throughout the whole fight, throughout the whole uh, tournament. You know, even the final, the final was against some Polish kid. I don't remember his name because, you know, 
Polish people and their last names just like super long. So I can't remember his name. I just know he was like probably seven feet tall. But uh, dude, the whole fight, I still remember I was moving around, running around, but something inside me already knew that I was like gonna go through it. You know, I was gonna, I was gonna finish it, you know. It, it's funny how that works. But after, after 2009, that's where I really just, that's where things became real. Did you think there was going to be like it became? Did you think there was going to be a harder transition than going to senior? Because obviously New Zealand was the next Worlds, and you you won for your first senior. I did. Did you think there'd be a harder? Like, did you expect to win the first your first senior Worlds? I def I definitely did, man. I definitely didn't. I always I always talk about that, you know, whenever I get the chance, because not because it's like cool you know i could say oh yeah i won from junior to senior no it's just because the, the story about it is, is it's really it's really crazy and i feel like that's probably the only reason i i i won it again so so like kind of nonchalantly it was smooth sailing all the way through there was no moment in time where it was like oh you might lose this you know it was and um like I, I was talking to richie the other day uh i had a had a talk with him it was awesome it was it was super cool and we were talking about this we were like um New Zealand how how did how did that happen it's and it's funny it's um so you know how it works in the world championship around 1 p.m wherever you are they normally stop or a little before 12 p.m there's always like a lunch break so um with the when that lunch break happened there there was like an hour an hour break apparently but I basically, either it was myself or somebody else, I like to blame myself just because it's easier like that. But I basically misread the schedule. So instead of saying that we have to be back by, you know, in one hour, I said, let's, we have to be back in two hours. So what we did as a team entirely is we left. We literally walked probably like a mile away from the arena walked into like mcdonald's you know just had like a bite you know everyone was hanging out because they knew it was like two hours away not one you know it was it was and everyone else was relatively like way like they had time before before they had to compete there was only two of us that that were kind of tight on schedule and we knew that we had to be back like like you had to be back by two like you know by two if you were supposed to be in the ring and i knew that you know so but but something something inside me kind of like was telling me I don't know who do you should just be there just be there a little early you know just be there a little earlier just so you can like move around don't don't get like don't like move ahead so that's exactly what I did I went ahead of the team everyone was just hanging out I I still remember this there we were all watching a street performer there was like this clown dude he was doing some cool stuff in the middle of the street and everyone stopped to watch him and something just inside me made me like no no just keep on going just walk walk and that feeling was like literally correct like the gut feeling was right on because a week, uh, I mean, a block before getting to the arena, I see Master Morris coming at me saying, Julio, you and, and Stephanie Suarez have to be competing right now. You guys are, they're calling you in your ring. You're supposed to be dressed in your stuff. And we were not dressed. Obviously, we were like in our sweats and stuff, chilling. They're back there. He tells me that. Once I hear that, I'm like, my heart stops. I, I, I'll never forget this. My heart stopped. I was like, what? Dude, I take out, I start running, block away, taking off my clothes, pushing people out of the way. Just like, yo, get out, get out. I'm just, you know, I, I didn't care for nothing. And 
somehow, some way, like I, I, I don't remember. I don't know how the hell I pulled it off because they were, they were calling us. You know how it is three minutes or whatever it is. And it's done. Like, I don't care if you're the president, the Pope, the ITF is pretty like the pretty firm with that. I think it's kind of stupid, but whatever. That's, out of the, that's, that's not that's neither here nor there, but that, you know how it is. They're cutthroat with it. So my feeling was like, I went all the way to New Zealand and like three grand and I'm going to, and I'm not going to be able to fight. Like, I'm not going to like lose because someone beat me. I'm going to lose because I didn't make it. So dude, it was, it was crazy. So I feel like, luck, well, luckily I've made it. Believe it or not, I made it. And the funnier thing, like the funniest thing is I was, I made it good on time. I was in the ring and then they're like, all right, present your ID. And then I was like, shit, my ID. I completely forgot about the ID. So I was a whole nother mess. Point is some way or the other, I made it through. And I, and I, I still remember saying like, you know, if I make this, if I make it through, if I, you know, don't get disqualified, there's no way in hell I'm losing this. Like, and I feel like that's, 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 that's basically what happened. Like I, once I made it, I was like, poof, I got the, the first guy, this guy from Finland. I, I, I don't remember his name entirely, but I know he was a little, you know, I was the, I was the 19 year old. I think I had turned 20 at that time. I was a, the young one fighting against, you know, he was 35 or 34 at that time. I'm not trying to talk crap or anything like that about anyone but you know what that means like mm. you already know like once once and i saw him i was like oh all right it's gonna be perfect this is the warm-up that i need to like boom 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 because that's how it works you get momentum off the, the fights right you, you know it yourself like yeah yeah you get momentum by the fight so once i fought him i was like boom next 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 and uh and i happened to fight um irish i forgot oh. i forget he's a coach now right what's it what's his name paul king paul king yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I remember I remember fighting him and I, to be honest, I, it's not it's not it wasn't a really a memorable, memorable fight for I am sure either one of us. I feel like it was just who had more gas in the tank and I think at that moment I was I was good with like energy and so I was just I kept on going in with the psych kick, you know. You know how it is in the final. It's not you're not risking, he's not risking. You're just trying to just get a point. So it was a boring fight, but dude, it was awesome. It was awesome. I got out of there. I was like, what the hell just happened? In a matter of like hour, an hour and a half, like life kind of like life changing, you know, life altering. And it could have gone totally different way if I would have stayed back watching the clown, you know, because my teammate, she got disqualified because she got disqualified. Uh. She didn't, she waited, you know, and she only competed in pattern. So she went all, spent all that money, you know, her parents spent all the money and nothing to show for it, unfortunately, besides just an experience now, like a, a lesson, like read your own schedules. Don't listen to Julio. <laughs> do you think that do you think that helped though that uh, the fact that you kind of you didn't have much time to think it was kind of from like watching the street performer the yeah. next your next thing you're in the ring is it's kind of like it's not much time sitting around to think to to think and build up the fight. It was just hell yeah. To, oh. It was just boom. Mechan- yeah, I'm just like boom. I have no idea. Just kick their ass. Boom, boom, boom. Like. It was just the adrenaline, that rush, that rush. I'll never forget it. it was, and afterwards, it's like, you don't know what just happened. You're like, wait, what? That was it? You know, it kind of leaves you, it kind of left me feeling with that. Like, that was, wait, that was it? You yeah. know, because it happened so fast. It's so, like, unreal, surreal, you know. I'll never forget it. I'm sure, yo, you. It's a crazy how story. How memorable was that? How memorable, yeah. You know, like, you're, you're, the, the, the first time you win, it's, 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 it's a good feeling. And in, or anytime you win, it's just a, a great feeling of accomplishment. It's just, 
there's nothing like it out there, you know. You know, whether you win money or not, whether you're rich afterwards or not, you, it's something that no one's going to be able to take take away from you. You know, you're going to be 90 years old still being able to say I was world champion and so on. So, and, you know, now we live in the good times where we could just show video. You know, we have proof. We'll be 90 and like, yo, check me out, man. Try and catch me. Yeah, like like I say, like if you could if you could bottle up that feeling, like where you see five, four, three, two, one on the clock, if you could bottle up those five seconds, and just like I don't know, if you could drink it or something, like just just that feel, that feeling is a, it's a drug that that those last five seconds, it's a it's an unbelievable drug. So yeah, you mean like are, are we talking when you're winning or when you're losing, like? Because if you go both ways, when you feel like the longest five seconds and the worst five seconds of your life. But if you're up, if you're winning in the final of the world championship and you're, see those, you're seeing those five seconds count down, that's, that is like, woo! In your head, you're like, hell yes. Even though you got to stay composed because you're in the ITF and whatnot. You, know, you have to follow protocol, stay, stay humble. But deep down inside, you're like, yo, party everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's, that. It's awesome. It's like that when you're having, because you all the time you're nearly having like a tow, like a hundred different conversations in your head. So like that, yeah, you're, you're there's one conversation where it's like, woo, I'm winning, and then there's that other one where you're kind of like, oh, oh, oh stay relaxed, stay relaxed, stay focused. And, and, and stay relaxed. Yeah, yeah, you always hear that. Whether it's your coach or who the where the fuck it is, like you're. Your Jiminy Cricket, whoever that is, is telling you, hey, hey, hey forget. But I, get, I feel like you get that through experience as well because you don't just learn that because of, you know, just because. No, you've experienced some hardships. Yeah. Like, you know, you've, you've learned, like, the hard way. Like, shit, I can't be doing this no more. You know, every second counts. Every, every moment can, like, define the whole fight, you know. Just one moment. It's funny. You have to, and, and we learn that. We learn that as we, as we, as we compete. Like from New Zealand to kind of Benidorm, you kind of went from being maybe like going into New Zealand as some bit of an unknown guy or a young guy to to being to being the man to beat in Benidorm. Yeah, that was that was that was funny, man. That was crazy. I had I had no idea. I mean, that's another crazy story because that's that was that moment in time, like. In between, like those two two years in between the New Zealand and Spain, like my life changed completely. And that's like this is out that's outside of the Taekwondo world, you know. Obviously, in the Taekwondo world, I was on top of the world, but outside of it, like I, I uh, it, it was tough. It was tough. Unfortunately, like I, I, uh, I suffered like um, an accident. I went through a couple of months of like healing mentally. I mean, physically, the the. The healing took a couple of months physically, but mentally it took like a year, year and a half to really get over the, the incident and what really happened to me, you know, at that moment. So it was kind of strange from, from 2011, 2013. It was, it was like, yeah, you're on top of the world. And then a second later, you're like, you're like whole world is just flipped upside down. Upside down. You're like, wait, what was, you know, yeah, I'm a world champion. So what, but look at me now, you know, like what? You know, like it really just like it put a stop on on everything for a while, and yeah. But uh, going back to 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 Spain, it was crazy. Like I didn't I didn't know it. 
but uh, I, 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 I didn't know it then, but I quickly found it out like when I was over there. I was like, wait, people are asking for pictures. People are asking for this. You know, people are talking about Julio. Like, what, what, what? I'm the, trust me, I had no idea. You know, I was going through my own stuff. And yeah, it, it, was, it was crazy to hear that, you know. And luckily, Spain was an awesome tournament as well. Uh, unfortunately, the outcome didn't go my way, but that's, you know, that's, that's, that's another story. That's, that's a tough one. Yeah, but it was know, a, at that level, anyone, anyone It was a very exciting, a very exciting fighter. I remember, I remember watching it, and it was it was over and back, and it was exciting to Dude, watch. Dude, I'm, t- I'm gonna tell you right now though, there was an ish- there was a little issue in that in that moment. I feel like I didn't get. Well, I guess we were both fighting in the same place, right? So it can't be like I didn't get, like he, we both had the same the same luck there, but. Throughout the whole tournament in Spain, I I'm not sure if you can you did you compete where you were you competing in junior then? Oh, uh, 57, senior. Senior, senior. Oh shit! All right, all right, all right. So you know how it was, how those mats, dude. I had never met. I have never felt something better than those mats, like for my feet, for my movement, for my style of fighting. I have never before then, and even after then, I have never felt better mats than what what they had in Spain, like around the, you know, every, every other ring, like the, every, the, the ring that I fought was beautiful. And I felt all the other surrounding rings were amazing. But when they decided to put our fight in the gala, I, I really just messed up because I didn't, and I, that's where experience comes, comes in handy. Like I didn't touch those mats. The center ring was a little lifted. It was a little, was like, you know, those are always a little lifted up. And I guess, I don't know why they decided to use different mats for that center ring. But basically it was that, you know, I didn't touch the mats beforehand. They, but, and they called me up. They called myself and Matt up. And literally right when I stepped a foot into that, that ring, I knew I was, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, my, my feet started slipping. And I was like, wait a minute. And I figured it out. Like, in my head, it took like, it was like, it felt like a minute. But no, it was like a split second where you were just like, holy shit. Like this is a little, this is gonna be a little complicated, because you know you have a game plan in your head, and I and I was already, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you've seen the fights from then. I, I don't know what this, what made me decide in in doing that kind of movement. I feel like the floor, and some other thing. I might have talked talked with a, with a, with a good friend of mine like right before competing that day. You know, it, but I feel like I was a different fighter that day. I was moving around and my plan was to move, move, move until I saw an opening and go in. Like it was just that move, 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 wait till they fuck up and you go in. So that's what I was planning. And then I felt the mats and I was like, shit, I can't counter. I can't, I can't move the way I want to move. I have to be very linear now. So that, that really like affected that fight. That cha- I feel like if I would have, if we would have fought on the, you know, if we wouldn't have done the gala and we would have completed the fight, the fighting like right away, right afterwards, it would have been a, it would have been, a, you know, it would have been a different story, a hundred percent, if not a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> do you think it? Um, do you think it played on your mind, like going into going into the match, into the final, like like when once the referee said said C Jack that it was still playing on your mind the the change in mats and stuff like that. The mats. I feel like yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. You slightly, and it's not even. You know, I, I can't say that's fully what affected me. You know, maybe I psyched myself out. Maybe I made the fight harder than it than it really could have, than it should have been. 
just because of the maths. Yeah, you, you you might be right. Maybe maybe that's what like screwed me over in the end. Just the thought of like, uh oh, you know, rather than just saying, rather than just quickly adjusting and saying, all right, what else do we? What's like what's in what's the other part of what's the other plan? You know, because you always got to have more than one plan. You you got to at that level. Everyone has three or four plans at least, you know. Not that they're always good, but you gotta you you have one. <laughs> you have one, yeah. Yeah. Well like um I kinda do I want to touch on the, the, the next worlds in twenty fifteen, but maybe not for too long. But I think it kind of it pulls around into I think um a very good story a little bit after that. But obviously the twenty fifteen worlds weren't um didn't go the best. They weren't the best, dude. Dude, they were not the best. Yeah, it was terrible. That's another. That's another life lesson I had to learn the hard way. You know, I mean, no one likes losing, and losing at that. You know, I technically didn't lose, but I lost. Right? You could say I lost, right? Because he threw a crazy kick. It was amazing, and it not fuck out, right? So it was crazy, life altering at that moment as well like the, the the scar that i suffered in 2011 that accident was like nothing or at that moment i felt you know, wait what, five years four years later it felt like yo this burn is nothing compared to what i really just felt right now like my ego was hurt everything was hurt because again i don't like to talk what's not the truth but you know i i felt like at that moment i was at my best and I had everything to win, basically. Like I, I, everything was working out perfect. You know, I, I can still remember it to like as if it was yesterday. Um, you know, normally we always have two different brackets because they're really large uh, category. Ninety people competing win the the tournament, right? So they split us up. And on my the other bracket, I kind of knew you. Like I knew I was kind of not safe, but like. Uh, I kind of knew that I was on the better half, like the, the 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 safer side, the safe safer half, let's say. Yeah. But I also knew that the guy who just had beaten me the year beforehand, uh, two years beforehand, was on the other side. That 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 was comforting as well, and even more comforting when I found out that he had lost. You know, once once I found out he lost, that kind of just opened up everything for me, and that kind of like changed my mentality. And I feel like that might have also. Th- Throwing me off my game plan, you know? I'm throwing me off my game plan thinking like, oh shit, I got this now. Now for sure I got this. Like I just gotta get past these three next fights and it's mine. Like I'm I'm world champion again, you know. But yeah, dude, it was totally it was a totally different different outcome. And I'm sure you I know you were there. I know you guys were there. You guys yeah. all saw it. That was crazy, man. Yeah. Everyone saw it. My mom saw it. my mom was my mother was there, man. Can you imagine that? Like your brother just like watching that. My brother, my brother was filming it with a big iPad, and he just and you just see that doom. It's crazy, man. I, I I still remember as if it was yesterday. Like I woke up three minutes later, in the on the on the on the bed thing, thinking like, what the hell? What happened? Like it's a funny story. Like my brother, my brother kind of did a. Now that I think of it, you know, he he kind of fucked up in telling me this. You're not supposed. You're not really supposed to do this, right? But what he was trying to do was. Cause I woke up, I woke up like if I was like, dude, I woke up like from a, from a sleep, from a nap. I was like, ah, I almost like extended my arms. And then I was like, wait a second. I was just fighting. So I woke up and I was like, wait, what, what, what happened? You know, my brother was next to me and he was like really sad. He's like, yo, the worst, the worst thing just happened. 
And I was like, what? I still remember. I still remember as if it was this. I was like, what? What happened? And he's like, I'm going to show you. So he pulled out the iPad really quickly, showed me the video, showed me myself getting knocked out three minutes earlier and falling. And I was like, what? And then he's like, all right, hurry. And he kind of like basically helped me out because he knew that the doctor before he can clear me to fight or anything like that, which at this moment, I don't think there was no way I was going to fight. But at that moment, the doctor, yeah, yeah, my brother was like, okay, like so and so, this happened, this happened, this happened. And then the doctor came immediately afterwards and asked me the day, the, the, the day, the time, da, da, da. Most of those answers, I did not have an answer for most of those things. My head was not there. I was not there. I can tell you that right now. And yeah, I only answered them correctly because my brother was right behind me, like mouthing, not right behind him, mouthing the, the, the correct answers because I was not there. It was a, it was a hard kick. And the fall, the fall that I that, that I had was even harder, you know, the tough one. Like I said, I think because like, but that was a that was a tough thing to swallow, you know, tough. Yeah, but, but I think like because you had that kind of name, I think like that kind of it, it kind of it drew a big crowd. It's kind of like we were there, we had that position, we had a, a great position because we were there, like because like dude, we're, it was awesome. Dude, yeah, and you were the guys, and then like you said, the other sixty trees were on the other ring, so we had a perfect view, and we we're watching. And I like you said, I, I remember still sitting there and watching you putting your gear on and being like, "Is he gonna try and fight?" It's like they're not letting him fight, are they? And then so and then it was kind of like, "But wait, will they?" Exactly. Yeah, it was. And, it, was it was crazy. I. I, I bouncing around because I thought I was going to fight. I was like, yeah, um, nothing happened. You know, I was, I didn't, at that moment, I didn't know I was out for three minutes. I didn't know I was out for that long. You know, it, it was, it was, it was a funny moment. And the, like, it's crazy how it all happened because the first round and my second round were, I'm not going to, they were pretty good. They were like, it was, uh, it was nice. It was perfect for me. I, I, I feel like I scored what I, I did what I had to do. I looked confident. I felt confident. I felt right at home. So, like, for that to, like, happen so quickly from coming off the first two rounds doing so well, you know, it, it was crazy. It was like, whoa. And then the worst part about it, you know, you have to deal with the, 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 the comments and what happened immediately afterwards. You, know, you still have to show face in the tournament. So I showed face an hour after it happened. And I don't know if it's because, you know, I, I think everyone was watching. Maybe I'm just too, like thinking you know self-centered but that's what i felt i was like shit everyone's looking at me right now everyone's like holy crap can i say something to him can i say i'm sorry or you know it was a weird moment it's it's funny how 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 much how kind of messed up i am really you know like how an outcome like the outcome of the competition can affect your entire trip because i can completely tell you right now the whole my whole italy trip was ruined after that, like every we went to Rome, we went here and there, dude. My, I had a frown everywhere I went. I was like, nah, eh. like I'm, <laughs> I don't know what it is, you know. Like it's a, it's the competitive side of of us, you know. It wants to not lose. I get no one wants to lose, right? Yeah, no one it wants was, to lose. It was a, it was kind of a a, a change in moment for me. I nearly feel like you get knocked. There's a story I have is like. I was watching that and I saw I saw you get knocked out and then I was meant to fight then in the afternoon and then it was kind of sad. I was like Jesus like fuck like Julio's Ahul- have to get knocked out I was like fuck and I said Jesus am I ready exactly dude and then I didn't perform and then I was like, so I, started getting, I was like I was watching all these people who were so sharp and I was like it got in my head and I was like well geez, am I sharp enough now and then and then I didn't perform right right it fucked it fucked with you man it, 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 it was 
thinking after that, I was thinking it, then I was like, no, I can't watch anybody now before I compete. So then that's why I kind of became very self centered on fight day. So I don't watch anybody. So it was kind of like, it was all, all yeah. So see, that's funny. That's, that's, I had no idea, but that's, that's basically, that happened to my teammates. I guess like literally that it, it was funny. It's a funny thing how, how it all worked out because. I was the only one that was competing that day and the rest of my team was competing the next day. So I kind of like, it ended up being, I had to kind of like talk people and mentor people out of like thinking negatively. Cause it was that, it was that people were thinking like the, the juniors that were in our team, they were like, Oh my God, like you, I would see them and they were like, like crying, tearing, like, Oh my God, if Julio got knocked out, like what am, what's going to happen to me? You know, like, so it was kind of funny that I had to literally like talk people like kind of like, you know, that's the last thing I want to do. Have to like explain to them, oh no, it's not gonna happen to you. It's okay. you know, it's not gonna happen to you. It just happened to me. You know, like yeah. it's funny. That's how that's how it worked out, and it fucks with you. Yeah, you watch that right before you're fighting. Like my brother saw that. You know, that, that must be crazy. Like he probably had a harder seat than you know than than everyone else, or for or I should say, I had the easier seat. You know, because I was I was out. I thought I was sleeping. I was in bed. Everyone else was watching me in the floor just like dead body that, that's scary seeing your brother like that or son you know or whatever yeah but like oh. i said it comes around i think to a to a positive story in that the world cup came around in 2016 and then obviously you went on to win that and had some some good matches there like a great match with timmy in the final so I kind great, of, yeah great matches man springboards were a, a good positive story i think in the end like a, it's a good comeback story a hundred a hundred percent a hundred percent hundred percent yeah, that's like, it's, it was another life lesson. It was another eye-opening like moment where I was like, all right, Julio, look, in, look internally and see what you could have done better. And at that moment was, I have to be more focused, be more in the moment, not thinking already like the gold or like the final, you know, like know that in any, any single moment, your life can change. So that's, that's basically what I did. It, it was hard. It was a hard thing to swallow, but once I did that, I, I, I kind of like bounced back, but it took a while. It took like four, four months. I, I went to the doctor. I went to get like checked out obviously. Cause that movie concussion, I think was out at that time, you know, uh, concussions were a big deal back uh, around that time. So I was like, shit, am I going to like still be able to fight? So I was really nervous on that. I didn't want to, I didn't want to throw any punches. I didn't want anyone to hit me. You know, it was hard. It was hard to, to, to get over that, but um, yeah, it was cool to bounce back and, and to win that, like that, that was awesome. I'm telling you, it was it was a good feeling, good feeling. It, then 2017 comes around. That's another. It's a tough feeling as well. Ah, that's the like you know. It's like why can't it just all be good, right? But sometimes, it's, sometimes it's, it's it's better to 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 lose. You know, it's not better, but you know, you you get a better lesson out of losing than than winning most of the time. You know. You, Win, because when you win, you win. You're just like, all right, I win, I won. But if you if you if you lost, you really you can either like break down and just give up, or you know you decide and see like what what could I have improved or how could this have ended differently? Yeah, because the world's in Ireland. You had yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a lot of um, like you had some tough matches on the way to get into the final. So like you had some really good wins, and. Um, but then in the end, it was kind of like, maybe, did it feel a bit like a, I suppose, it probably sounds like a strong word, but did it feel like a bit like a failure because you hadn't won the gold medal, but you, then you kind of had some really good matches on the way to get into the final? 
I, I, I think so. I, I don't want to say, yeah, maybe not failure, but it, yeah, it was definitely like a down putting, like, cause for sure, you know, like it's, it's, it's kind of funny. Like my first rounds have been surprisingly tough. You know, I, I didn't know at, at, at that moment who my first round opponent was, uh, Luke, right? Luke, um, Luke, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Once I saw the bracket, you know, we have like a week or so before the, the fight actually happens. Like, look at your bracket, look up your opponent and whatnot. Like, drive yourself crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I didn't know who he was. I just – and then I heard, like, I had people starting to, like, message me saying, oh, you're going to fight Luke McGrath. This guy is freaking – they call him the crane. Like, his leg is, like, like a third arm or something like that. I don't freaking know. So I started, like, freaking out. I was like, oh, shit, who is this kid, you know? like, And then I saw him, you know, it, it was actually really funny, like, um it's funny how that happens when you know like you it's like there's something you both feel probably at the same exact moment but you both have to keep your calm but you know when you see your opponent for the first time at the tournament you're just like oh shit I'm, i know i'm fighting you bro and you i know you know that you're fighting me so it's kind of it's kind of weird like how that felt but dude i stood next to him and i was like what the hell i know exactly what i'm gonna do with you man i'm gonna <laughs> run i'm gonna move <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna try and be as smart as I can because you this is unfair man this is unfair <laughs> yeah like I struggled to make 138 like dude you do not understand how hard I've struggled to make 138 and to see Luke a six foot five guy like make 138 pounds and just like be relaxed you know like that, that's what really psyched me out like I saw him before weigh-ins and he was like relaxed like I'm like what the hell man I'm so hungry right now and i'm a foot shorter than you and i can't make the same weight you're making comfortably i i don't know the story behind that man i don't know how that happened that's another story how do people like make weight so easily like, i know I, that? I, I, sure. I find there's a struggle for 57 well not a struggle but there's a there's a process to it to get to get into 57 for me and uh, i i think you'd be the same for 63 then yeah, yeah, I already know. Yeah, I've I've learned the hard way how to like how my body works, how like kind of like to cheat the system. You know, like you you watch you watch videos and you find out like oh that UFC fighters lose up to fifteen kilos a night. You know, like before fight night or weigh in. Like so now you put it, you implement you can implement that. You know, like just like straight up depleting water, like like with sodium based uh, or lack of sodium based diets, you know. So I improved in that sense where I know now a week or let's say eight days before the, the, the weigh-in, I already know, I already have my set schedule, like what I have to eat, how much water I have to take, intake, you know, when I got to stop eating. So it's it's become a lot easier, but the, the, yeah, the weigh-ins were always, were always a hard thing. And I and me going to 57 would never, ever happen. I would, dude, I don't know. People always ask me, why uh, would you ever fight in 57? And besides the fact that you guys are fucking really fast, surprisingly, and still just as strong, um, I would never be able to make that that weight. So I'm good at 63, you know, where I still struggle to make weight, but I don't die. And uh, what, what do you walk around at then? So uh, how heavy usually? 71, probably 71 kilos. Yeah. Probably, maybe no, maybe maybe seventy. I like to say now I've gotten a little better, you know, sixty nine, seventy kilos. But still, that's a, that's 
it's a good amount. Mm-hmm. Most people are saying like, anytime I tell somebody I have to lose 15, you know, 15 pounds, you know, people are like, what, how, where, from where, like, why? You know, no one really understands it. You know, yeah. your coworkers, all these people, they're like, why? No, then like, do you, um, would you diet down a bit then to, to a certain, to a certain weight? Yeah, they, they, they always, they always try and like, um, they always try and feed you things and they always try and like give you like, and it's weird. It's like the worst look, like any day throughout the whole, the whole, the whole year, you know, your mom's never cooking. No one's ever bringing any food. You know, it's like a pretty dull, like, all right, I'm going to eat chicken and like rice and like whatever, nothing, nothing crazy. But the moment that you know you have to make weight and people know they ha- you have to make weight, they decide to bring cake, they decide to bring pudding, you know, like everything. Everything you've ever wanted, they just bring it. It's, it's, it's just pretty fucked up. It's like, is this a test? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, have to th- I have to think of it as like, if um, it's always kind of that, you know, it just, every, you know, if there's the person you're, you're, you're out and the person who says, oh, I don't drink and everybody gives them that look. You know, it just happens. It's kind of the same thing where people have cake and they're ten tears like, and you're I like, some. I can't, and you're like, no, yeah. I can't. You're like, you get, I feel you get nearly the same look of like, why can't you? Yeah, eat? yeah, and they get angry. They, they, they don't understand it. They don't understand it. Yeah, and they're like, just have a piece, just one little piece, just taste it. I'm like, no, get out of here. <laughs> and like, it's funny. And then, yeah. It's worlds in 2017 then how did you find um how did you find fighting somebody somebody from ireland Dude. In, in ireland can you hear me bro yeah my back can you repeat the question that's terrible I signal and that's probably because of my fault uh, at the Worlds in, tw- in 2017, how did you find fighting somebody from Ireland, in, in Ireland, that a, like a, a home fighter? Um, the first round was, was, I didn't feel that, that pressure, you know, as much as I, as I felt the final, the final round, you know, the final fight, sorry. Yeah, my first fight was against Luke McGrath, which is, he's Irish, you know, I did feel like a, a large support, but it was nothing compared to like, how it felt in the final, you know, fighting against um, uh, Ryan, you know, you did feel that presence. It, it did, it did, and it kind of didn't. I try not to let anything really affect me, but it, it, it's hard, it's hard not to at that at that moment. Like you know, everyone was there rooting for him. You know, anytime he, anytime we would get close, like whether he scored or not, it would be like yeah. You would just hear that, you know, like it's yeah. it's tough. It's tough to handle sometimes. It's tough to like manage that you know and especially if you see like if like and, and it's maybe just maybe my thinking or the, the the person fighting what their thought process is but it could be like pretty like harmful or it could really mess with you if you if you're scoring or you think you're scoring and then you see the scoreboard go for the other person you know like that's that's very like off-putting you know like that that, that can mess up your game so you all that stuff can affect you and and yeah, the crowd could also affect too. The crowd could, the crowd could, I've seen it happen outside of Ireland, of course. I've seen it in every, so many countries in South America, especially like, you know, there's always crowd favorites. There's always, um, there's always, you know, you, the one, you know, that's going to, that's supposed to make it to the end, you know, and 
the one that has the preference. But yeah, well, it's, 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 uh, just like the Germany, you you kind of have a you have a habit of like getting tough first round matches, like you said, is like the fight that Timmy in the first round is a is a tough one. It's like you seem to fight. You're t- sometimes your toughest fights are in the first round. Dude, yeah, yeah, tw- yeah. That was that was that was a crazy one. You know, like that, that's another, that's another one. I don't know how it happened. I don't know who did it. I don't know if it was a joke. Till this day, I still don't know if that was a joke. Like whoever put the brackets together, like were they laughing while they were doing it? Like like oh let's let's make this really exciting. Like you know, because that was crazy. Towards throughout the throughout the whole like bracket, you see a lot of like new competitors. You see a lot of people that you don't really recognize, like names and whatnot. You don't you don't see much of that. And towards the end of the bracket, you see our three names, you know, three, three top names, uh, myself, Timothy Boss, and uh, Matias Bustamante, who was the kid that, like, that got me in 2015, you know? So that was crazy. That was a crazy thing, like, to, to, to really see. I was, and the funny thing is, the night before, I still kind of remember, whether it was the night before or three days before, I kind of thought to myself, wouldn't it be funny, like, like if somehow the three of us are like in the same end, you know, of the bracket, and that's crazy how how it was literally that. Like that's why I found it so strange. I was like, who is listening? Like what the hell? What what kind of game are you playing at? Like because I was just thinking of this, and it's exactly that. What? Timothy had to fight Matias in the first round, and then yeah, like then I had whoever the the, the winner. The, I had the winner. That was that was a crazy one. I, I still don't understand how that happened. But yeah, that was that was hard, man. It was hard, most mostly because it happened so quickly, and it was like so early in the morning. I think we, we fight, we fought like at eight thirty or nine or something like that. Dude, it was too early, so I was like, I was out of it. Um, I still to this day like kind of struggle with the the warming up and the getting in the zone. I don't know whether it's because. It's the way I, I I feel more comfortable, or whether because I, naturally I'm just lazy, and you know put things off until the end, literally the end. But but that's what I tend to do. Just like you know, when everyone's already dressed, everyone's already warming up, I'm still like in my clothes. You know, I'm still like walking around. So that's 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 kind of how I felt going into the first round. It was, and I also misread the bracket in in, in a weird way because I assumed that that um, Timothy and Matias were the last fight in the bracket. So I thought they would have to go through 20, like let's say 12 fights to get to their fight and then another tw- six or seven fights to get to my second round, let's say, right? So I assumed that I had the, all the time in the world, but I misread the, the bracket terribly and they went first. They were the first fight up. So then immediately after the, 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 the bracket ended, I was up against uh, Timothy. So... It was crazy. I warmed up for like a minute and a half, maybe, with a master with Willie, and um, yeah, it was like a rushed ass warm up. I was mostly just trying to put on my headphones the whole time, just like throwing kicks, trying to hold on to my AirPods, just like spinning and like yeah. So so I went in there cold. I went in there like holy shit, this is really happening. Like you know how you know how it is like when you're not like a thousand percent there. You're not really you know you're looking you're looking at the ring. You're looking at the other fighter, but you're like oh god. Like, you know, it was really happening. Like, it was good. And he says, see, jump. You're like, oh, shit. You know, but I learned, you know, I learned a while back that, you know, 
right before, right before I, I, right before he said the 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 referee says, "See, Jeff, I have this little moment where I just kind of think to myself, I'm like, all right, showtime, like, or either showtime or like I just pers- like close my eyes for one second, take a deep breath, and that 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 feeling of just like relax is relaxation is like what really drives me after that, you know, like it's not all right. Am I warm enough? No, no, it's just go do do what you have to do and and that's how it happened like with timothy it was it, it, it was like that you know i moved around i knew exactly how to do it you know i fought him i fought him many times and he's good he's really good but for some reason like i i kind of know what to do to keep him away or to keep him at distance or to like score on him you know like it's all about the it's all about scoring you know so it, it's funny how that works sometimes you know people some people have you know you some people have trouble fighting people that you wouldn't expect for them to have trouble with just because of the way that their style works with, with, with the other person, you know. But fighting Timothy, yeah, it was it was tough in the first round. Fighting him my first round, which was his second round, you know, he was warm also, which was crazy. And I didn't know that then, you know, but he had a crazy first round as well with Matias. Like he uh I think they tied and they they made it to the you know to extra round, which was crazy. So he had he must have had some adrenaline in him to win that and and I've only seen the video so and you can't see the score but it seemed like he was down also like he was supposed to lose and then somehow at the last second he turned it around and he won which was like holy crap that that feeling of like winning really like gets you up there so um that was that, that was a tough one I'm gonna tell you right now out of all the times I fought against Timothy yeah, that was that was the toughest one in me. and I could say I was kind of like just more than, like I was just more glad that it was over like all right I'm done with this, you know. I'm done with this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry this happened, but it's, it's, I got to keep on going. And and I kind of knew after that, you know, it was it was gonna I was gonna like go ahead. But but even then, my second round, I fought against this Norway kid, this Norwegian kid that I didn't know then. I mean, I, I trained with him. He came to New York the other day, and it, it was and he's he's actually good. He's actually pretty good. Like. He's, so my second round wasn't easy either. I almost lost that one. If I really would have like not been, you know, smart enough, you know, because I, I, I have learned to do that. Like I've learned to be less physical, like, like more like, like selective in what I do, you know. So I chose to be very selective with him. You know, I knew what I had to do, what I couldn't do, because I could. If I would easily came in or done what most people were doing against him or do against him, I, I, he probably would have won, you know, because. Everyone has their own style, and it works depending on who, how you do, you know. So, yeah, that was, that was a tough fight, too. And then I, I don't know who my third fight, third round was. I think it was England, if I'm not mistaken. Ruben Williams, he's good, too. He yeah. was great also. Also, another tough fight. Uh, yeah, it was, it was tough all the way through. Tough all the uh, way through. How did you find having the semifinal and final on a separate day? I thought that was cool. I thought that was kind of cool. Again, same thing. It's still too early though. It was like eight thirty. Like you could, I could see my pictures, and it looks like I had like a terrible night before. Like I look super tired. Like you know, it was just too early. I had just woken up. But that was a crazy day, also. Like I remember just walking. Germany was awesome. All in all, Germany. Germany was awesome. You know, you know how that town was. It was beautiful. It was like what the hell do they this is real life so so like walking walking over there it's like 
I will. I, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, we had the semis the next day, so I, I had early in the morning. I woke up early, and I, I had this most like the most calming walk I've ever had. You know, we, and it was like a, it's like a thirty minute walk to the to the arena from where we were staying, but it was so cool, man. So relaxing, listening to music, and it was like I was in my zone. It, it was. I kind of knew that day. You know, I, I knew I was gonna like come out on top. Yeah, I knew my opponents. I knew the semi. I knew the the potential final fights. You know, I had a good feeling. But that walk was was awesome. I still remember it, man. It was it was, it was cool. Yeah, I kind of I look back and I, I've I spoken to a couple of people and I I kind of liked it as well because I thought my quarterfinal uh, like was last fight, second last fight of the day on my ring, so it finished in the evening, and it was pretty much you know get changed, get on the bus, get something to eat, go to bed, get up and fight. So it was, you know, it was nice to have that rest. Right. A little break. Similar to like how the wacko, right? They're doing wacko. That's cool. I had a tough quarterfinal and I was going into a tough semifinal lane because I was fighting Vitaly. And right, right, right. Nice to have, I felt to have that break. But if, I think for some of the juniors who maybe fought two days before, I think it might've been a, a bit of a challenge then to be around for two days to, before you fight your semifinal. Oh, true. Right, they had to wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a big. That, that was that was strange that they did it that way. That was strange. Yeah, and it could affect you. I I know for a fact it affects me for sure. Uh, either like the day the day after or a few hours a few hours later, you know, they 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 put you for the gala, the fight night thing. You have to wait like five hours. I definitely hate that. Like that's something I hate. Like I do not want to do that. If they ever ask me to do that, I'm gonna say no. Just let me fight and let me just hopefully win. Just on my on the side. I don't need you guys. I don't need. I don't need to make a big show. Just let me just let me do what I need to do. You know, because it's stress. It's stressful, and it like makes you feel things that you shouldn't be feeling. Like you haven't. If you were to fight right away, it would be like you have no time to think. You know, too much time between it. It can mess with you. So then, like, when did you first start to kind of venture or dabble in a bit of kickboxing? Then. I would like to say maybe. Like we're talking kickboxing wacko or kickboxing ring, like because uh, uh, the wacko wacko I started in 2016. I went to the Pan American. I had never competed ever, you know, in in wacko, so it was like a new experience. It was it was pretty cool. I was fighting 69 kilos then, and I struggled to make that weight, which was hilarious. You know, it was really funny. My brother was yeah yeah dude. I was like sweating, and people were like, "How much are you weighing?" You know, and I was like, "70 kilo." They're like, "What?" They, they couldn't believe it. You know, it's just, it's funny how I, I'm an, like, I'm an idiot like that. You know, I like, I just go all the way up. I don't know how to just like control myself after, after a diet. Like I tend to just overeat. But yeah, so the, the wacko in the, the Pan Ams, that's when I, I first touched, you know, like touched a little bit of the wacko area and uh, it was, it was pretty good. I tried point fighting. I um won the first round and then the second round, I another giant man like i have bad luck with like all people this guy throughout the whole fight throughout the whole tournament uh, in the beginning you know you're watching the division and and wacko it's not like the itf so and you don't know anyone so all these people are just a bunch of names in the bracket so i was trying to put a face to the name and i knew who i was fighting up against and it was it was funny how it worked like there was this one guy one guy out of all the guys that i would watch that i was watching fight and i was like let me fight everyone except for this guy let this guy not be like, I was like, no, nah, this guy can't be 69. This guy is like six foot five. 
head, man. Like, how's he, you know, like, and he looks heavy and he's, he's strong, you know, like, how's he making that weight? But yeah, and it ended up turning out like I had to fight him. So it was crazy. It was crazy. It was a tough fight and I lost, like, with the, I lost in sudden death also at one point. It was, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a bad loss, but I did well in a lifetime fight for sure. I did much better than lifetime fight. Would you look at going to a Wacko World Championships? Yeah, yeah, the Wacko Worlds are are definitely something I want to continue doing. Like, I I felt I felt that the Wacko Worlds was weird. Did you go to the one in uh, Budapest? No, no, right. I I know a couple of the the Irish the Irish boys are there because they're they're in their their own side of the the Wacko, right? But that was a crazy experience for me, man. That was, that was, that was tough. Because at that, uh, in that, in that, in that moment, I was actually fighting, or I'm still part of. I was actually fighting for Colombia. You know, I'm not. I don't in Waco. I don't fight for the U.S. You know, I don't know who's in charge of it. Maybe that's because of lack of like looking. Because I haven't really looked, right? But uh, yeah, like people from Colombia offered me an opportunity. You know, because I, my my background, you know, my mother is Colombian. They, I'm able to fight for the that country. I guess that's what they told me. But. They, they told me, yeah, you want to fight for them? So you want to fight for Columbia? I was like, yeah, sure, why not? So normally when you go to a world championship, you go with a whole team, you go with a delegation, you go with a president, blah, blah, blah. You go with the whole crew, right? I didn't know that at the, at the moment, but actually I was the only person from Colombia like registered to go to the world. And not like not only that a week later after i found that out i also found out that i was going to be the only person in the entire delegation there was going to be no president no nothing so it was crazy to have to be able i kind of had to deal with both sides of uh, of the thing you know as a editor as a no i don't know like a, re, a representative like i had to pay these dues that i had no idea like, yeah, you know, you have money, you have $2,000 that we have to pay here that you guys owe from previous tournaments. I'm like, well, what the hell? My hold on, let me make one phone call. Like, I called, <laughs> yeah, I, I called the, 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 the president of the Colombian organization. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, don't worry. Let me, let me talk to this guy and then whatever. He talked to them, but it was crazy that I had to, you know, I still ha I had to make weight. And then I was, I think it was 63 kilos also, you know. So that was, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't full. I was starving i was hungry i was super hungry so to be able to, i had i didn't allow me to make to, to weigh in even though i was good on my weight and i was allowed to weigh in and people were weighing in they didn't allow you to weigh in until you registered and fixed the issues with the the the, the money we owed and stuff so i was fucking pissed so that was a crazy experience like having no no support no family or a team rather you know back me up but i could say one good thing is it kind of shows you how like friendship and maybe the ITF is you know kind of different from other other sports you know because literally I felt like I had like 15 teammates and they were all just like from other countries and they were just all ITF people but you know they were mad they were super cool with me they were like yes you go here yes you do this because I didn't know you I didn't know anything man I just decided you know I'm freaking turning 26 or whatever I'm gonna go to a wacko world you know I'm gonna try so I went without knowing you know I just I didn't know you needed elbow pads. I didn't know you, like, yeah, I, I was a mess. I still remember fighting in the light contact thing where I was, like, 
I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know the rules. I didn't know any of the rules. I didn't know that every time you went out, it was a literal like point deduction. And you, if you went out again, it's not another point. It's two points instead of one out. Like it's, I still honestly don't understand them till now. Like, I, I don't know. It's funny. <laughs> but that was, that, that was a tough, that was tough. I, I can tell you that was probably my toughest competition having no one, you know, and being outside of my comfort zone. But it was cool. It was an experience, all in all. I would like to go back, for sure. Who coached you? Um, my boys, my friends from Argentina, Ariel Alemano and Axel Vargas, he, he coached me in the first round. In the, well, actually, no, they coached me in the second, the second fight against the, the Russian kid. The first fight was with, uh, actually, Tomas Barada coached me, thankfully, and... Um, and Ariel, they both combined, and it was it was kind of cool to have him on my corner. I was like, "Yo, awesome, untouchable." I feel, you know, like, you know, you're freaking the guy you used to look up and look up to when you were, and you still look up to him, but when you when you were a kid growing up, you would look up to this guy, and now he's like coaching you, not because he has to, just because he literally wants to. That's that was kind of cool. That was a cool feeling, but he wasn't there for the second fight, though. I'll tell you that. Maybe it would have been different. Maybe that was the problem. Yeah. Yeah, fuck, man. What the fuck, Tomas? Master, sorry. But uh, I see. I've seen so like such so some like, clips of of your training, and you you seem to do like a lot of a lot of freaky stuff, like stuff with, like trampolines and stuff. Is that all um, your coach's stuff, or like you just kind of do what he says, basically, or is he? Or is there any kind of planning and programming of your own training? Can you hear me? It was cutting up just a bit. I couldn't hear that last part. I, I didn't hear the question. My, sorry about that. So I, I, I see you doing clips of training and doing a lot of maybe some freaky stuff, trampolines and, and bits and pieces. Is that all? Is, is your coach the mastermind of all that stuff or do you have any input yourself, like any programming yourself? I mean, my, my coach definitely is... Like the he's the mastermind. He has the tools. He's definitely the one with the the bungee thingy. You know, he has like these these ropes that you tie up, you tie yourself up with. You know, like he definitely has the idea behind it. But I feel like you know just, we both complement each other so well. I'm able to do things that most people aren't able to do. You know, so where it allows his mind to kind of like go free. Like, yo, try. How about we? What if we try this? What if we try to catch and spin while we kick? You know. Uh, most people have trouble with it. I kind of like have good timing naturally. So I'm able to like kind of do that, you know? So I feel like we, we both, we both complement each other very well. Like, but he's definitely like super, like he's crazy. He's, he's gifted in that sense to be able to like create a workout, just being like, like you can look at two things and like, all right, I know exactly what to do. Give me some tape, give me some blah, blah, blah. And he like puts them in together, you know, it, it's pretty funny. It's cool. Hey. Can I just before we finish up, I've been asking, um, the, the the kind of last two questions I've always I've been asking recently, have been um, one is uh, who would you, who would you say is your favorite fighter of all time? Not necessarily Taekwondo, it could be MMA, it could be boxing, it could be even Taekwondo, but who would you say is your favorite fighter, all time? All time, oh, well Taekwondo, I guess it would have to be. Either, well, that's just it's my personal, you know, personal. I would say David Kerr is somebody I used to look up to really highly, and uh, I still do. And uh, Maxime Bujold. I don't know if you 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 
yeah, Maxine, you know, Canadian, right? Of course. Um, amazing. That guy, that guy is somebody I looked up to for sure. And I feel like he's top, he's up there because, you know, he was able to do both sparring and patterns. Like it, it was crazy, like unreal. Anyway, um, but uh, outside of the Taekwondo world, best fighter, best fighter, I think right now it would be Lomachenko. It's like, that's kind of like a cheesy answer. And I feel like right now it's just like the only, only person I can think about. But Lomachenko is just at another level. And it's something I like look look up to. I'm just like, holy crap, how the hell, how, how are you able to do this? And I want to learn what you, whatever it is that you're doing, you know, like, it's it's unreal what what he does and the kind of like the, the the fighter that he actually is. You know, it's just another level. And um, maybe not too surprising because I suppose you're both kind of known for movement and uh, footwork and be, being evasive. Right, right, exactly, exactly. It's like holy shit! I thought I was good. Look at this guy. This guy's creating crazy angles. Like what? No, I need to. I need to learn this. And of course, it's not easy. It's not as easy as it looks. You know, like you try it and you're like, what the hell? I look dumb trying this. does not work. Uh, he, he picked, he's meant to have picked up a lot of his good footwork from dancing. Are, are you as good a dancer, do you think? I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't uh, say that's the reason why I'm good at uh, like Taekwondo or the, my footwork. It, it wasn't because I was a dancer, dude. I, I re- I just recently learned how to dance, and and I'm not like a super dancer. I can just defend myself, but no, 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 yeah, yeah, definitely not a dancer. Not don't have don't got those dancer hips or whatever. Nah, I, I it's tough. I'm stiff. <laughs> but um, it's a it's been a pleasure having a chat, man. I think we'll uh, I think we'll wrap it up there. It's been we've been talking for quite a while. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, what's it been like three days? I feel like, yeah, I have no idea how long it's been, but it's, it's been, yeah, it's been great, man. I feel like it's, it's been awesome just, just chatting. I feel like this is what we need. Taekwondo needs this. Why not? Right? We, we should definitely do this more often, you know, with, with other people, you know. That'd be cool. Yeah, so like I said, uh, thanks a million for coming on, and um, hopefully uh, you stay safe and that we'll be back training, and uh, maybe we'll get a World Cup in this year. Yeah, bro. If not this year, early next year. Whoever's listening out there, ITF. Get it done. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, t- take care, All right, man. Bro. All right, bro. Later, man. Take care.